Lights, camera, action. In a studio where local filmmakers talk to other filmmakers about the inside world of film. Cut. That's not the script. F*** it. We'll fix it in post. Do you wonder how films are produced and what really goes on behind the scenes? Well, stand by. Filmmakers Kevin Mumphrey, Victoria V.A. Jones, and Carson Hype Ferguson explain all the details. Right here on F*** It, we will fix it in post podcast. Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening. Whenever you're listening, I thank you for doing so. I am Kevin Mumphrey, and this is once again, we will fix it in post. I have my colleagues with me, Karsten Hyde-Farguson and Victoria V.A. Jones. What's going on? Today, we are talking to an actor, model out of the Memphis area. Today, we're talking to Cody Hogan. How are you doing today? I'm doing great. How y'all doing? Oh, wonderful. I'm good. good. So, made you get into acting? Uh... Honestly, uh, kind of getting lost in college actually kind of helped me really uh, figure out what I wanted to do. Uh, I was actually going for mechanical engineering at first, and uh, I really kind of started losing my interest. And so, you know, I was trying to mess around in college. And so I was like, on the verge of dropping out. And uh, my mom, I remember my mom telling me that, you know, she was like, you need to get your stuff in gear. You need to figure out what you're going to do because you're not going to be living here just, you know, freelancing. And so, um that's when I kind of told myself, like, all right, you know, I'm just going to take a minute, figure out what I want to do, sit down. And I remember I was watching a movie, and I was uh, – I don't even remember what movie it was, but I was watching a movie, and I was just thinking to myself, like, man, I can do that. I can act like that. You know, I got a personality. I bartend and everything. So I was like, yeah, I can definitely – I can do this acting. And so I remember that same year they were holding auditions for a musical called Your Good Man, Charlie Brown. And I auditioned. Um, and I actually got the, the lead role of Charlie Brown. So my first time ever on stage uh, and singing at that. So it was a really great experience, and I've been loving it ever since. I think I've been doing it about three, four years now. Wait, so first <laughs> thing you did as an actor was a musical, and you were playing the lead. Yes, sir. That was kind of scary, wasn't it? It may got talent. Hell, I'm, sc- <laughs> I'm really- scared. Just <laughs> <laughs> it really was actually uh it was very scary um i remember uh the first showing and i was sitting in the back of the stage and i remember i was sitting by myself and i was like i felt like i was having like a heart attack because i was so scared to get on stage and uh i was talking myself out of it I was like you're not gonna do this we're not going out on stage and i remember telling the other cast members like yeah we can't do this i can't do this <laughs> i don't have an understudy so it was like we're not doing this we're not gonna go out we're just gonna we're gonna cancel the show tonight <laughs> and I was like, no, you can do it. Just just breathe. And I was like, all right, all right. So, you know, I kind of calmed myself down. I listened to, to some music just because music always helps me when it comes to focusing on certain things. And uh, next thing you know, I did it. And after that, it just got easier and easier, especially because, you know, the difference between doing stage and doing film. So um, stage made me a little more nervous, especially singing in front of people. I'm more of a shower singer. But uh, I, <laughs> I took that one so much. <laughs> It was it was nerve wracking, but you know, getting through that first one definitely makes it a lot easier for the rest of them. So, would would you see, say, your, you know, uh, arms are sweaty? Oh knee, no! Knee, knees oh heavy. my goodness! <laughs> my, my, my spaghetti. I would, I would definitely say that I'm definitely glad I didn't eat before then. Oh man, <laughs> that would have made it worse. What came on. Oh God, that oh, but so, <laughs> like you're on stage and. Like you're so 
do you kind of look into the crowd? Like, are you kind of like look like making eye talk contact with people, or you kind of looking at the wall when on your first stage play? Well, um, they usually tell you for your first time. I remember everybody was telling me just to look at the back wall and not really make eye contact with anybody because that would kind of make you more nervous. Hell and yes. so, um, <laughs> eye contact to the wall was definitely my go-to. I did not look at anybody at all because I just, I couldn't do it. I feel like if I looked at somebody. I was going to mess up, but uh, I would say that I did mess up one time. It wasn't on that musical, but... Wait, you didn't mess, mess up on a musical? I did. Actually, you know what? No, that's a lie. Actually, I did mess up because I had a solo song, but it was a fast-paced song, and I couldn't I couldn't even keep up with it. So for five minutes on stage, I was, you just see me running around with trying to get a kite to fly. And, the whole time, <laughs> and like there was no words it was only music and me just sitting here constantly saying man i can't get this kite to fly but i was supposed to be you know singing that whole time and i just couldn't get those words get, or the rhythm down so i can't get this kite to fly <laughs> that was, that's that like, was man, it that's all i could get out man that's you know, man i don't know how to feel about that i'm just picturing it like <laughs> man just so yeah, like just, Picture me running around, just jumping over obstacles, jumping up on stage, <laughs> constantly just trying to throw a paper kite, a paper, yeah, paper kite, and it wouldn't go. So I was just like, man, this is embarrassing. <laughs> People are like, yo, there's something deep in this. You just got to search exactly. for it. <laughs> that's, that's what made it even better was the fact that nobody knew. They were just like, oh, this looks about right. <laughs> and. I was like, yeah, yo, there's supposed to be a song and words behind this. That did not but I happen. guarantee you some people thought that that was supposed to be part of the show. Yeah, man, it, it, it was like a, Absolutely. It was like a, a meaning of life in that moment. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Find a better singer. A, like, oh, man. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. At that point, I was like, yeah, someone else can do this solo. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you, might, you might have one of them come to Jesus moments like when, when stuff mess up like that. I would, Definitely. But you know, hey, look, sky's the limit. That's Only right. way to go from here is up. That's it. If only that kite that point, had did that. <laughs> I was I was hoping that kite would just start flying. Magically. I mean, if you could rap, you could probably have freestyled in that moment. Right. I could have. Mom's but spaghetti. I would have had a right. I would have had a <laughs> there we go. That would have caught everybody off guard. Oh man, it's not familiar. <laughs> You're like, man, it's got a good beat. Exactly right. <laughs> what part of the story is this? Oh man! But after, right. <laughs> like, uh, so you remember, like, did your family watch that performance? They did actually. Um, I had a lot of my family. They came and saw me perform, and I think that actually made me a little more nervous. Even though I've, you know, I've sang in front of them multiple times. Well, if they walk by the shower in the hallway, or but uh, yeah, I mean, that made it a little more nerve wracking because I definitely didn't want to make eye contact with them. I remember my cousin was trying to make me laugh the whole time. Oh, I was at him oh, one time, and then that one time, oh. I said, "I was like, I can't look at you anymore for the rest of the show." So, what is it about? Because yeah. usually people will think like just being around random people because you don't know them, you don't know how they think that that would be nerve wracking. But like you said, family members. What made you more nervous? So what was it about having your family there that made it more nerve-wracking for you? I think it was more nerve-wracking for family just because these are people that I know. And I don't look, when I do the acting, I don't look to impress people that I that I don't know. I look more 
to show the people that I do know that this is what I'm passionate about and I want you to see why I'm passionate about it. So, you know, by behind me doing it, as much as, you know, it's it's nice to see, you know, random people be like, oh, you know, this guy's got talent, this guy can do it. You know, I'm more interested in showing my family, you know, my goals and my dreams and them seeing it and knowing like, you know what, I can say that I'm glad that you're doing this because you're doing good at it and you're great at it. Because these are people that I trust, you know, there's more people that I, the people that I know, the people that I trust, I would rather, I love their feedback more than I think people that I don't trust. Not saying I wouldn't take it because I would still take it regardless, but right. I yeah, think yeah. that's my difference in it. Yeah, that's what's up right there. So what did, what did your family tell you after about your first show? I think it was a lot of laughter. Um, <laughs> don't quit your day job <laughs> you know yeah it's like yeah probably musicals might not be your thing i'm like you know what i'm agreeing with you probably not but uh that's a hell of a that's a hell. so i mean so doing after like doing that musical does did it make kind of easier for you it did actually i think um honestly i think if you're gonna act, singing in front of people is definitely the first way to go because if nothing gets more nerve-wracking than having to sing and how people are looking at you like, mm, I don't know if this guy's really got a voice. <laughs> <laughs> Compared to just, you know, acting and like, okay, this guy's got talent. He's, you know, really showing his ways. Music is just like instantly, you, there's judgment off the first note. So uh, it's de- it definitely helps out a lot better, especially when it comes to uh, being calm and, you know, really getting into the character as far as um, non-musicals and everything. So it definitely made it a lot easier for forward plays and forward films and stuff like that that I've done. Oh, yeah, yeah. It probably, it probably wasn't that bad, though. It wasn't like Showtime at the Apollo. Jesus. Oh, yeah, what? no, it wasn't that yeah. good. You got to start singing a gospel song. Oh, Did, like, not get booed. You can't do theater. Yeah. That, that would be horrible. Oh, my goodness. Oh. I would hope not. This is a community college. Right? <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. If y'all are that serious about this, I might need to change my college. I wasn't expecting this stuff. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> so, how was it transitioning into uh, film as far as the musical and being on stage? As far as transitioning goes, I honestly felt like moving to film was a lot easier. It's a lot easier because there's only certain things that you're doing. You know, when it comes to, I remember talking to uh, Jason Martin about this because we were discussing, he's asked me before on really the differences between doing plays and doing the uh, filming and stuff like that. But transitioning from plays to film made it, doing plays first made it so much easier to jump into filming just because I don't have to immediately know all my lines and go on for the next two hours, you know, being this character. But really just in those small seconds of filming, you know, you're doing the same thing over again. So the lines get easier. Your mind starts to think on different ways you might want to do it or say it. It really makes it a lot better. And you start to perform a lot better behind film the more that you kind of do a little bit of both, a little bit of play, a little bit of film at the same time. Right. But it's a, it's definitely a smooth transition for me as far as my personal opinion goes. So do you think being a stage actor, because I know a lot of actors start, on stage do you think being a stage actor makes you a better film actor absolutely because you know a lot of stage directors uh personally you know they want there's a certain time limit where you have to look at your script you know for films a lot of times when i'm doing films and i'm seeing other actors and actresses they have their scripts 
on hand. You know, they're looking over it right before the scene, you know, before the scene starts and everything. And for, you know, when it comes to stage, there's no script. You get a certain amount of time and after that, you know, because it's a lot of moving. So that's what makes, I feel like stage is, uh, stage plays a lot harder because it's a constant movement. You have to remember the movements and the steps and the words at certain times to make the play really come to life in that moment. So the next two hours, you're basically in a movie just on stage. You know, so it just makes it it makes it a lot better, and it it honestly is way better for when you're doing filming, because then the fact that you have to you know memorize just a small part of the film at that time that gives you so much time to really just think about this character, really put this character in the play, because you don't have that many words to really just get ready for compared to you know maybe thirty minutes of words compared to two hours that you have to memorize the whole line, every scene, how it's gonna go. You know, when your time off, you exit stage left, you exit stage right. You know, what's going on and what's your movement? So you need to pick something up. You have to change clothes in the back before your next scene. So, you know, it's a lot. It's it's a quick pace when it comes to acting on stage. Compared to film, you get a little more time to really gather yourself and get things together. What was your first, um, what was your first film? My first film, uh, I think my first <laughs> film was actually, uh, was actually a series with Jason. Uh, Jason Martin, we it was merciful. He actually saw me through modeling through Mr. Coleman, and he saw me through that, and he brought me on as the lead role in Merciful. So it was a very big step for me taking my first step into filming because this was all going on during 2020. So you know everything shutting down, right? Uh, making it a little hard. So we were filming Merciful at the time, and he already had started it, but. I think he was about two, three episodes in, and then he brought me on as a main character, and I was I was very honored, and uh, I did not want to uh, <laughs> let down anybody going into this being my first one. So now your your first like dive into the world of film came through mm-hmm. during this during a pandemic through a, a historic time. So um, how like how was it filming basically during a pandemic? Uh, well, it was it was actually kind of. A little bit harder because I know Jason had a hard time uh, trying to find some spots that were willing uh, to, along with the mask mandates and certain mandates that people had to uh, keep up with. So it was a little bit harder. But as far as free time, the fact that I wasn't working at the time, so I had more free time made it a little bit easier because we tried to shoot. He tried to get some buildings and stuff like that, but a lot of the buildings were unavailable. So most of the shots came from outside or at someone's house in particular. So uh, it kind of differed a little bit. But it was it was a little challenging, I think, as far as Jason trying to find stuff. But once everybody actually got there, it made it a lot easier. Now, in Merciful, what was your character? Uh, my character is JP. Uh, he is the uh, drug lord, or not the drug lord, the drug lord's son, um, Andre King. Uh, Andre King, uh, his character was my father so i was under him as his son just kind of like trying to take over the whole city and uh face off my uh opposer which i can't remember what his name is in the movie or in the series but yeah just a little young drug lord the pretty boy is what uh jason told me at first when i was first coming <laughs> into the film so he's like yeah we need a so you know can be like a little pretty boy but at the same time he's serious so that's kind of my role. Uh, a like bit. like the Gotti family. Hmm. Yeah. 
<laughs> so how did you uh, get your like? How would you get yourself kind of in that mind state? Uh, honestly, a lot of the movies that I watch kind of really help. Uh, just thinking about. It. I mean, me personally, I'm not really. You know, I'm not. I'm not gonna say not really. I'm not <laughs> at all uh, a drug lord or anything like that or selling drugs. So. Yeah, let's emphasize that. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Let me emphasize that while we're on air. Um, so it was uh, it was actually a little bit of a challenge trying to get my mindset into that, trying to be more serious. And because me, I'm you know I'm a lovable, joking, caring kind of guy. So that, playing that role was definitely not me by any means. So having to take that role seriously and tell people around and put guns in people's face, you know, it was it was definitely a turnaround. But I think I made it uh, the adjustment pretty quickly, just thinking of what I've seen on movies and stuff like that, and just basically showing that look, I'm the boss, and no one else is going to take over. So y'all either respect me, and you're gonna, like, you don't even get a chance. You're going to respect me. If you don't respect me, there's going to be consequences that'll come in the future. So it's, it's like another Saturday. <laughs> put the gun in his face. Yeah, whatever. Just just to put a gun. No. In. Yeah, like, uh, I, I mean, I gotta go to the store after this. Fist in someone's face, like yeah. a real mobster. I mean, I, I man, I put this gun. In, I don't want to do this to you. <laughs> You're making me do this to you, man. Like, I know it's always the other person's fault. I planned on having a gun in my pocket all day, but you just had to make me take it out. Exactly. So this now, bullet wasn't meant for you. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, but. Funny how things change, but so <laughs> that you're now you're not necessarily a you say you're you're a funny fun loving person. So how do you get kind of get yourself? I'm guessing some of these um, scenes were intense. So how do you kind of get yourself in that intense mood to kind of play the role effectively? Well, uh, like I mentioned earlier, music kind of really helps me get my mindset right. So um, so wait, <laughs> what, 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 what songs? <laughs> Uh, for he that was bumping that three six. That you bumping what? You know, look, I'm not gonna lie. Three six mafia, uh, DMX. Oh some yeah. Some of that stuff can really can really get you in the mode. Oh yes, it can. Um, you get some. You get some fifty cent. I whoop you up, boy. No fifty. Like, like anything no at 50. that time. No, get rich or die trying. Fifty just don't got the voice. Is his voice like the lyrics? But DMX just screaming. Oh yeah, I'm putting. But the pistol. Yeah, I'm, but yeah, but I'm get rich or die trying. Trying. None of that. None of that. No. Probably not, no. What about some Master P? <laughs> get some uh get some ghetto D? No, no. no. Ghetto D, baby. Uh, oh, yeah. I, mean, I would say ghetto D for me, baby. Hmm. I mean, cause but, look, uh, I mean, cause you gotta learn how to cook the stuff and serve the stuff, yeah. right? And put the put the stuff in the bag. How about how about how about some boosie? Uh, maybe early boosie. I would say early boosie, definitely not. Yeah, maybe early boosie. <laughs> you know. We, you, get, you get party out of control, Boosie. Now we're, we're, we're making the uh, no, it's this, or, or you can get the wipe me down, Boosie. Yeah, but that's like more party, though. Do you I really want to put a gun in someone's face after listening to wipe me down? You know how crazy they are if they, if they listening to wipe me down and they point the gun at you. You really know you finna die. I mean, now. that's a, I mean, that's that's an interesting visual, <laughs> yes. But is that what I'm going to listen to before I put a gun in your face? If you want them to think you really down? crazy, I don't need. I think the gun does enough. No. I think the gun takes that's care just, of everything. I would say that's me just basically just telling, you know, my side piece at the time, wipe me down. I got all this blood on me. Wipe me down. Wipe me down. <laughs> oh, oh, man. 
That could that could have worked. Damn. So okay, that that might that might be an aftermath song. <laughs> after, after the message already happened, let's talk about it. So we we made our gangster movie playlist. Should probably put this on Spotify. <laughs> Everybody's like, yeah, I'm about to I'm about to pick that up right now. Exactly. So do you like playing roles that are like far different from your personality? I do actually. It's uh to really kind of show you know how versatile you can be. Uh, it's nice to not play a role that's kind of who you are. I usually tell people the reason behind my passion behind doing acting is because I feel like people are always, some people go through life and they always think, you know, I wish I could be somebody else. I wish I'd be living this person's life or doing what this person does. And so I feel like to, to act, you'll basically get that chance to live a role of a lifestyle that you might may or may not have wanted, but to really understand it. And so to play these roles that I've been playing recently, you know, being roles like this, people, as far as like, you know, the wide whole uh, United States and nation and everything, we never understand what other people go through or how people have to live. And so with acting, you kind of get that. You get to see how people live. You get to see, you know, what it's like on the other side and not get to live in your golden shoes that, you know, golden shoes that you're living in, you know. Some people, you know, people, you got people that are poor, they don't know what it's like to be rich. You got people that are rich, don't know what it's like to be poor. And so, you know, you get to see the lifestyle of someone else. And I think that's the greatness of acting is to actually get to open up your eyes and see more than just what you see out your window. Because not everybody gets to sit here and see green grass or picket fences. Sometimes people see, you know, dirt, ground grass, and, you know, barbed wire, or, you know, some metal fences outside they, you know, they house. So, it's kind of cool seeing things differently. So how do you feel that it's important for you to understand like these characters, like their, their mindsets, their way of thinking for you to effectively portray that role? Um, honestly, it's, it's very important because if you don't really get into that character and really get that feeling of like, this is your life. You're not, you know, I'm not living my bartender life at this moment. No, I'm not a bartender. In this in this person, I'm not a bartender. You know, I'm a person that's got to make money by, you know, selling drugs. I got a person that's got to keep my respect in the streets. You know, I'm a person that's trying to take over the streets. So I got to watch who I'm, you know, who I'm trusting, keep, keep my circle close and things like that, and really keep my demand on. So, you know, it's very important to really get your character and not only portray the character that people, that a director has given to you, but make that person who you are. How would you want this person to look? How would you want this person to think and move and really keep that mindset on, this is really important for me to really get this character down and make this character who I am. I'm no longer Cody Hogan. I am now, you know, JP, for instance. So uh, definitely it's very important to really get that character under underground. What would be your ideal role for yourself? Right now, after everything that I've done, I actually would rather be a family man right now. Oh, I'm, really? <laughs> yeah, honestly, I, I wouldn't mind a, a family man or a comedian role right now. Just because uh, lately I've done a lot of films as... Uh, intense as, roles. Like, yeah, very intense roles. I've killed, like, I've killed so many people. <laughs> <laughs> it's crazy. Uh, <laughs> I've killed so many people. But, uh, I mean, I don't, I don't mind playing these roles, but, you know... Uh, Cause I really actually enjoy playing these roles, you know, not a little too much. You know, I'm not taking it outside of <laughs> outside into my real life, but you know, I actually really enjoy playing these types of roles. But I think a family man role 
you know, or something a little more in that area or a comedian role, just to kind of really show the other side too. Because I feel like a lot of it's on a certain side. And so to keep, you know, people guessing what my next role is, I don't want to be someone who's like, you know, Kevin Hart, you see Kevin Hart movie, you automatically think, all right, this might be, this is probably going to be a funny movie. So, you know, really kind of keep your options open to where people don't automatically assume this is the role that you're going to be every time, no matter what. So I want to keep people guessing. So you've been, I said, you've been playing intense roles. So when you're done a day of shooting, you shooting people. So how do you take that, take that role off and go back into being Cody Hogan? Well, uh, honestly, uh, I kind of listen to different type of music. There's a different playlist for that. Okay, uh, what's this playlist? What's, what's, what's friendly Cody playlist? <laughs> so Cody's playlist, honestly, is a lot of R and B and uh, old hip hop. I love, I love old. How school. how far but back like, are we go- we talking? Nineties, right? Nineties. I say about nineties. If anything, that's late eighties. Later, it'd be like I say, like two thousand and four. Nothing past that, really. Um, Man, you know, I, I love this, like, you know, Neo, Genuine, um, Mario back in the day. Just a lot of, a lot of, you know, that type of music. I'm, I'm really into like, <laughs> like a little romantic a little bit. I can be romantic a little bit, um, on top of, uh, I mean, you're, really you're an actor, model vibe. and bartender. You're a certified lover boy. Of course you are. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a right pretty boy. You, you're, you're literally everything I feared in, in my twenties. Oh, uh, yeah. hell, Cody's here. And he's tall. Wait, how tall are you? I'm 6'1". He's yeah. tall. Yeah. Now, that, that, I'm six feet. So I'm cool with that. You're like 6'5". I really like that. Hey, no, man, he's 6'1". He's tall. I'm six feet, so that doesn't bother. High thing doesn't bother. If I was 5'7", that would probably make me and a little nervous. He's still taller than you, though. I, I, By an inch. That I, don't matter. I <laughs> wish I was a little bit taller. I know. That's, I wish I was a baller. I wish you were too. But <laughs> that's the song. That's the other song on his playlist. I mean, that's because I was like, when y'all talking like um, early nineties, I'm like that. A lot of early nineties hip hop wasn't necessarily friendly. That's what you listen to to yeah. shoot people. N.W.A. Oh, yeah. or late nineties. I'm, I'm a big. I'm a big Tupac fan. I'm a Tupac fan. I knew I liked you. Any other <laughs> I knew I liked you. Bravo. I was saying, I got. I got two Tupacs on my phone right now. As my uh my lock screen, death is not the greatest loss in life. The greatest loss is what dies inside while still alive. Never surrender. That's what I I'm look at that about. every day, every day. So going into that and going into modeling, so yeah. when you're doing though, you know, do you have a like signature model pose that you use when you're modeling? So uh, <laughs> my. I like how you laugh. He started off laughing. Yo, that was, I'm kind of nervous now. Oh, oh, I got poses for these hoes. I got poses. I definitely got some poses. My, uh, my, 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 my normal thing is uh, I tell you all the time it's a light skin face. So, oh, yes. Okay, okay. You know, I, Please elaborate. Choose, is, choose your words carefully. For, for, what people, is the, for, for people who aren't light skinned, choose your words carefully. You know, <laughs> Tell people I what the light sti- light skin pose is. So the light skin pose, of course, it starts with it starts with the face. Okay, it's got it's got to start with your face. You know, so you you'll start with you know like a thumb, a thumb in your middle finger because it's gonna slide down your face. With you know you're gonna take your hand slide down your face. <laughs> in that process, at that time, you're squinting your li- you're squinting your eyes, licking your lips, <laughs> but biting your bottom lip at the end. 
I mean, you know, you, if you can, you can throw a wink in there. If you can. <laughs> but, you know what I'm saying? And that, that alone, it may or may not work. Like, I've had I've had women, you know, they're like, that's kind of corny. But, you know, other women are like, you know, I like that. It's attractive. <laughs> so, even it, it can go both ways. But, you know, you kind of hit them with that and you kind of flex your arm that you, you know, you, you move in your hand with a little bit just to show them a little muscle. Like, yeah. I got some muscles too, baby. Don't worry about it. <laughs> that's why you work out so much. Nah, nah, I see. That's it why is. he that's why he works out so much. You know, those, I work out a lot. Yeah, a lot. How old are you? <laughs> twenty four. Yeah, he's supposed to have arms of steel at twenty four. I'm talking about and 38 um, is is he still know, gonna steel, have arms of steel. The steel's kinda rusty. Because a bit. I'm arms he yet. Oh oh, they're rust around your thirties. <laughs> It may still be effective, but they they're gonna rust a little bit. Like they're gonna make a noise when you wake up in the morning. They'll still they'll still look effective. Like you, though. oh hey, they'll probably still look effective. I mean, my arm looked effective, but it, I'm it, it, it sound, oh, hey, hey, that's some that's some that's some gun here. I just gotta put some WD forty on it in the morning, but it exactly, works exactly right. You have a pistol. He has pistols kill. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Don't, don't let a pistol fool you. Don't, exactly. You can die from a pistol. Uh, <laughs> it depends on where you shoot them at. Uh, no matter. It still works. I, I you still know. dead. I have no clue <laughs> what is going on right now. <laughs> That's what you've learned. I'm, gonna say, look, I'm not gonna lie. Pistol. You shoot them. No matter where you shoot them, they're gonna get the message. Exactly. I, I like. You know, I like this guy. You don't get the message. I like this guy. You learn. You learned the valuable lesson. Depends on the caliber. No matter. Hey, you still got shot. I don't. Yeah, but I mean, you shoot somebody in the foot. You saw Harlem Nights. Exactly. She was still hopping her ass around, wasn't she? He, he shot she her still, in the foot, and she was still. He shot she me didn't, in the foot. In the pinky toe. Did she walk back in there? No, she hopped. So, okay. what was your first um, <laughs> modeling gig, Cody? What was your first modeling gig, and how did that go for you? Um, my first modeling gig was actually with um, Coleman and Neil. It was my first modeling gig. Um, I met uh, Mr. Coleman after – actually, I met him through a couple of people that I met at my bar. I was telling them that I was an actor and everything, and I've had people tell me that I should model because of my face and my you – know, <laughs> Light skin, my, that my light skin face. Body. <laughs> so they were like, you know, you should model too. So I was like, all right. So uh, they gave me his number, and so I went to really just take headshots at first. And as we were taking headshots, he was like, you know what? I actually, I would rather you model for my clothing line. And so I came back two weeks later, and uh, we did a photo shoot. And he was just like, you know, you're making this real easy because it's just like automatically natural for you. And I was like, yeah, it's basically, <laughs> it's pretty natural. <laughs> You you start off being a lead in a musical, then you're like like uh you're playing basically the drug lord's son in a movie, usually in your first film. <laughs> I was an extra. That was that was my first. I was just some dude in the background. And now you your first modeling gig is for a clothing line. God likes you. Yeah. But like <laughs> given um like everything you've kind of so far been through as far as your journey, we like would you consider yourself blessed? Definitely. I, I would definitely count count my blessings. I'm definitely, uh, I've always counted my blessings and, and try to remain humble because uh, there's been a lot of times where, you know, I couldn't have had opportunities, but, you know, 
sometimes certain things fall in certain patterns and it kind of really helps. So to take those things that come along, you have to make the best of them. Uh, I've definitely learned that a lot more recently and obviously doing the filming and everything, it's been a lot more eye-opening to just really take what you've got and just make the best of it because life isn't always painted for people to be long nor give them a good life. So you got to do what you can with what you got. You know what, man? I, I, I like you, man. You want to know why I can say that? Because <laughs> because with that statement, man, it's like one of my cousins, they would play wipe me down in the church parking lot on what? his way out. Wait, huh? <laughs> like, for real, man, like, you know, you done experienced the church, and now, you know what I'm saying, you're going you gonna, to you gonna get with the other joints. Yeah. What? <laughs> you ain't never heard that before? Man, like, look, I've been in church parking lots and must be bumping. I don't know how. He had church music on the way out. Then nah, once you leave the nah, church premises, nah, look, you bonk the no, regular no, stuff. No, look, you turn you turn it down, and you start turning it up as you're making that turn out the parking lot. No, nah, I have to wait till like I'm down the street. Nah, nah, like they know nah, what's up. Like, they know I'm, what's up. I'm bumped in the parking lot of church before. Yeah, that. see, there you go. <laughs> hey, only God can judge me. My playlist was still going. Oh, oh, look, look, only God can judge me. You know what I'm saying? For real. The song ain't stopped yet, yeah. so. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, my phone was on two minutes and fifty seconds before I got out the car. So Hell, oh, oh, I'd have oh. been in, I'd have been in church and, and caught lyrics, and I'd be like, "Is that, is that pop?" <laughs> I mean, yeah, the, I mean, the preacher is they preaching do that though, and I'm like, that. "I'm like, is that, yeah. is, is that?" Is that Pac? I'm just imagining. They do that. They're trying to be hip. They're trying to get, they trying to get with the younger crowd to make sure they understand what's going on Wait. when they be preaching. They want them to feel not left out. So, look, the last time I was in the church, the pastor had a pimp cup. So, I'm probably not the Look, the look. One, one time my man, like, went to a 50-cent line. It, he cleaned it up. He churched it up. <laughs> <laughs> but it, it, said, it, said, it said in high school you was a man, homie one. And uh, I was like, I was like, Wait, hold up, you and, and you you always like like looking at everybody like, am I the only person hearing this? My pastor used a Yo Gotti line, I think oh, once. Man, like, but y'all from Memphis though, so what's, wait, what's the line? Yeah. I can't remember. It was Yo Gotti though. I, I, I don't know, man. Five star chick. No, you can't. No, use it. it wasn't that one. It wasn't that one. It wasn't that one. It wasn't that one. Listen, I ain't trying to get nobody in trouble. Okay? <laughs> <You're> right? <laughs> oh my if God! You, if you got a five star chick, uh, give us, give me an amen. Uh, you better say amen. <laughs> <laughs> a five star Bible or something. Oh man! I don't no, know. no. You, you got all the wives looking at their husbands. Be you like, better say amen. Be like, <laughs> hey, blink, blink three times if she ain't five stars. <laughs> and, and the husband homeboy like, come on, bro. She ain't been five stars since 88. Oh, like, come on, man. Oh, man. Since we was driving them Deltas. <laughs> I, was like, I was like, oh, God. No. Like, you gonna lie? You gonna lie in front of God? You gonna lie in front of God? You better yo, say it. Yo, I'm the yo. I'm the petty dude that would say that too. <sighs> Come on, bro. We in church. You really? That's who you talking. Really? But but the, you, this the kicker right here. All the other women that you messing with in church gonna look at you and be like, you better not say your wife that. And you bet. You better not be messing with no other women at church. And you, uh, then you get. That's the worst type. That's another story for another. Oh day. man! <laughs> <laughs> and everybody know that's a pastor's woman. Not if Cody's oh, in the God. church. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. Why did I feel like I knew that was coming? <laughs> <laughs> he ain't got to do nothing but go in there and just, bite his uh, lip. 
Just do his pose Do down. his pose And bite his You know what I'm saying Wink a little bit I, It's I, over with I feel like you shouldn't be Doing that at church <laughs> I'm just gonna tell you That right now dog don't, like don't, Hey don't Don't be doing that at church man Like for real Like they, they would be like Hey hey You are not No longer invited to this <laughs> I oh, can't see it. They're gonna be like, "Who invited Satan in here?" <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh they, they, they didn't call you Satan. <laughs> no, no. Oh, yes, they did. Yeah. <laughs> oh, you said, uh, "Sir, are you saying I'm too pretty for church?" <laughs> That's all I needed to hear. <laughs> Thank you. I said, "Now go, go ahead and play some of that Snoop Dogg gospel." <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Anyways, back to Cody. Y'all ask Cody a question. Oh, well, I thought you was going to. <laughs> no. So, okay. I was going to ask before I, our minds diverged to other places. It happens. For, um, I'm kind of going back to you um, doing the musical. Like, as far as like, learning music, learning um, lyrics from like music, do you think that was easier for you to memorize out besides doing lines? Actually, I feel like that was a lot harder. Um, trying to learn the lyrics and everything because it's, it's not like I'm, you know, learning lyrics to, you know, a song that's coming out that's a little more catchy, a little more beat that I like. So, uh, it was a Charlie Brown song at that. So, you know, uh, it was me trying to be a little kid. So, that was actually a lot harder because, you know, you have to try to get the rhythm down. You have to keep up with the music that's playing overhead uh, as far as the instrumental goes. So, that was a little bit challenging. That's definitely more challenging than you know, actually just you're remembering regular lines. Now, would you say, like, for someone starting out in acting, would you suggest um, them going, like, straight into theater first? Uh, definitely. Definitely. Honestly, theater is uh, highly, I highly recommend doing theater first. You just get a lot more experience and you get a lot more knowledge uh, when it comes to uh, trying to, you know, remember lines or trying to get into a character because, you know, like I said earlier, that's, that's you. For the next two hours, that's you. That's all you got is that character alone. And so, you know, really, if you really want to do acting, theater is like the best way to go. I mean, a lot of actors, um, I think when y'all mentioned earlier, a lot of actors start off usually doing plays. And so, you know, from all these great people that have, you know, risen so highly, these people started off doing something like plays and move their ways to that. So it's definitely a lot better trying to do a play first before getting into the filming industry. Now, do you feel that um, <laughs> at some point you may have to, like, move move to Atlanta or New York or, or Los Angeles? Is that something you've, like, been thinking about? Uh, honestly, I've been thinking about that for, like, the past three years. Uh, I think uh, definitely have. I remember my first time was actually thinking about moving to L.A., but um, I felt like it was just so common for people to move to L.A. There's a lot of people out there. There's a lot of other light skins I got to fear. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I like that. There's competition out there. Man, he, he talking about like they're dinosaurs or something, man. I, I like that. They're carnivorous the, light skins. The light, the light skin dungeon. <laughs> it might be out there, you know. You never know. Oh, no, they're there. Trust me, they're there. <laughs> So, you know, it, it, was, it was definitely a thought. Uh, but like I said, as common as it is, I decided not to. Um, I feel like my first big, uh, very big break to where I would have to move or go out of state to do a film or something like that would probably be where I head to. But I was figuring of staying here in Memphis 
uh, for right now until I actually branch out and, and actually do it. And people outside of Memphis, what is kind of the Memphis film scene like, in, in your opinion? Honestly, I think the Memphis film is a lot better here uh, than I thought it was at first. So when I first got into it, um, I didn't really think that there was a lot of people that did it in Memphis. But the moment I started, I met so many directors and people who do their own films, and it's a lot bigger than I realized. And I think a lot of people kind of sleep on that factor that it's actually a lot more here than people give credit to. And I know Memphis is not as big as, you know, a place like Atlanta, New York, uh, L.A., Chicago, and stuff like that. But we actually do have pretty good uh, film here itself, and it just it hasn't been fully recognized yet. Oh, it's um, a, it's a lot of talent. Exactly. It's a, it's a lot of talent here, and a lot of people that are working hard every day constantly uh, being directors, actors, producers, writers, all of that stuff, it's a lot here. And so a lot of people are really just, you know, looking for that big break. But um, definitely would say that uh, it's really it's really nice here. It's a lot more than I thought and realized, but people got to give Memphis a chance and not just put us under the Memphis title that most people would usually do. They hear Memphis and they're like, mm, there's nothing really there. It's a bad city. It's a bad town. Don't even go there. There's no nothing there. First but, 48. Uh, <laughs> well, well, there's that. There's, there's that. Uh, <laughs> I was not expecting it. Yo, my bad. <laughs> no, you you good. I mean, that's, that's accurate. Uh, <laughs> it is accurate. That's why they put us off the seasons. Look, we've got enough episodes. <laughs> <laughs> the mayor was like, "No, nah, I mean we bad, but y'all ain't gonna keep making us look bad like this." We'll just stick with Little Rock in Dallas. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. <laughs> like we've got, we've got, uh, we've got enough Memphis episodes to make a few seasons, so we're, we're good. Like they, they can do a best of uh, Memphis cigarette scene. <laughs> they probably got some in the can. They ain't even aired yet. Like, they like, probably do. Hey, just give me a cigarette, man. You actually sound like a Miffy in there for a second. <laughs> for a, I was saying the yeah. Maine. I think he I think he's been hanging out with us too much, but we don't use Maine like I, that. No, I've never like even when I say it, it sounds awkward. <laughs> <laughs> well, because y'all y'all don't hear it outside of y'all that environment. Like when you know I saying? say Maine, I sound like I'm someone from Chicago or something like that. Listen, I was at work yesterday and I was highly upset and Maine came out uh, and it came very Miffian and she was like, Are you upset, Maine? Uh, oh, that wait, made did it worse. It, did she say it like that? That made it worse. Oh, man. <laughs> the whole Memphis came out of me. Do you hear me? They they don't even I mean I give them a little bit of my Memphis, but it don't it don't go to the point to where you I'm just it don't sound like your cousin, but I was sounding like your cousin. I, I, I know. I was just. I was just thinking about like you know some of the three six movies I was watching, and I was kind of channeling. We, we, we don't watch the movies. We don't watch the movies. No, I, I watch the movies. No. And, I mean, you got choices. Dude, shut up. You, you, you got options. Come on now. There's options. Everywhere. Oh my god! Come on. You did man. throw that out. Come there. on. You did not just throw that out there. Come on. I, like, I was like, I was like, oh, this that hot sh- in the streets. No, I got, the, I got was, the DVD. No. No, no. The the, the soundtrack, soundtrack was better, better than the down. album. I mean the uh, movie. Okay, I, the soundtrack did better than the movie. 
I mean, yeah, maybe. Matter of fact, I'm bumping the soundtrack now, so it was way better than the movie. I would rather look at, I'd rather look at that Boosie movie again. Look, I, I remember there was one part Man, of the movie where he's, like, where, where he's like, hey, <laughs> hey B, uh, you know, I'm censoring myself, of course. Hey, B, ain't your name Tammy? <laughs> and I was just like, and I remember I was like, I got to watch this movie because of that. <laughs> <laughs> I need to see that next one. We see what led up to that. <laughs> That's what happened. That's how I got me. That's what. That's that was it. Yeah, I was like, I'm gonna watch this. Oh, hey, really? Let me borrow from you next week. Oh, it sure was bootleg. Oh, uh, we, we had one copy go around like probably 13, 14 people. Uh, but you didn't hear that from me. <laughs> no, it, it, it didn't go. To, it didn't go near me because I didn't right. watch it. I, I don't know what bootleg is. No, I mean, somebody may have purchased it at some barbershop. She, she said she don't know what bootleg is, and you just described it in great detail. What are you talking about? What are you, what are you talking about? What are you talking about? I said somebody may have. They could have got it from. That sounds like a legal document. Like, what are you doing? They could have got it from. Uh, it really does. They could have got it from Best Buy. <laughs> No, wait, bleep, bleep, bleep that out. <laughs> bleep that whole part out. Yeah, down the street. Yeah, uh, across yeah. the corner from my house. You're not helping neither. What did he do? <laughs> hey. I'm talking about like this baby had a son of me. You said, you no. said yeah. Okay, okay, okay. That's better. Because I'm like, wait, hey, hey. I don't, chill. I don't know what's talk. I don't know what's going on. <laughs> so, please don't describe anything else I'm in great detail. What are you talking about? I just. <laughs> If you'd have just said that, it would have been fun. You talking about CD Man? <laughs> See, here you go. Again. Stop. There it is. I hope they close. <laughs> oh my goodness! Are we talking about a CD Man. Uh, the CD it? Man. Who who's bumping CDs? No, no, I'm saying the CD I Man. Still bump CDs. No, everybody call him CD Man. He got DVDs. Yeah, and got the last everything. time you bought one, how did that go? <laughs> Actually, I just got one off of Amazon. Oh, yeah, oh yeah. you're only I'm, buying them off Amazon now. Yeah. <laughs> you're not buying them from people. Hell, hell, I, I knew a dude nah, used to oh, no. I, I knew a dude used to put MP3s on a thumb drive. Everybody still call him CD Man. I don't know. Okay. I mean, CD Man just sounds better than thumb drive, man. So that's. <laughs> but you get everything for that dude. Not, I'm not calling my thumb dude. I'm pretty. I'm pre- <laughs> oh, wow. I'm not putting that on my. Right pause. <laughs> not putting that on my phone. <laughs> I was like, ah, oh, man, that sounded imagine, so terrible. Imagine seeing that on someone's uh, phone contacts. Dumb man. <laughs> hey, bro, I got, horrible. Hey, bro, I got some good Hey, I got to hear the dumb man. <laughs> your girl look at your phone and see dumb man. Okay, I got questions. Oh, we breaking up. <laughs> we breaking up. This is over. Hey, like, is, that, is that what I think it is? It's not what you think. Honestly, let's talk about Honestly you got to put that. it like, in the, like, like next to it in parentheses. Not that kind of thumb, man. You got to put that in the context oh as well. Goodness. I feel like you're doing too much. <laughs> well then, Cody, um, <laughs> what what is your ultimate goal for yourself? Not to be the thumb man. <laughs> <laughs> definitely, definitely not. I don't want to be thumb man in anybody's phone. Uh, <laughs> I see that as my context. We are no longer speaking thumb <laughs> Oh, you see me in the street, I'm I might just punch you in the knee. <laughs> man. That man gonna reach down and punch you. <laughs> Absolutely. And he ain't gonna punch I'm you a, with no light skin punch. Uh, it's gonna be a good punch. Oh, 
Oh no, I'm I'm bringing this. I'm bringing this from God. God's gonna. <laughs> I, I told you. Oh, he, Y'all he, talking about me? I oh, told you. He, he gonna spite. He gonna smite your knee. God, God like light skin. Oh, he man. he said he bringing the God in his punch. Do you did you hear that? He said and, I got revelation and, for you. And, and rain down with the fire <laughs> and calamity. Oh, oh, I got your genesis. <laughs> Everything coming at once. Oh man! <laughs> uh, but as far as my uh, my ultimate goal, my ultimate goal is really to give back. Um, I didn't really start doing the acting thing for the money. I mean, I know that money comes along with it, as far as the, you know, the farther you go. But when you really get that passion behind something, and you live in some, you know, you live in a life that you actually want to live, compared to a life that you feel like you have to live. You know, it's a it's a lot more beauty in that. And so my whole purpose of acting is to is to do my passion, is to be able to show that character or show the character that people want to see in those movies. You know, the ones that can bring you to tears, but at the same time you hate them because they play that character so well, but you really hate that character. And uh, I just really want to live out that passion and really kind of just show the world, you know, what I can do. And at the same time, when I get to that point, be able to give back to people that deserve it. Because a lot of people that get up there are pretty stingy with their money. And, you know, you have a lot. It's going to come in on your next one. But, you know, to give back, especially being from Memphis and seeing so many people, not talking about, you know, your friends that's like, hey, let me borrow $5 every time they see you. I'm talking about other people that actually, you know, need money or, or need help. You know, I want to be able to give those people the help that they need going for Memphis or any other city. But to give back to my community uh, in general will probably be my first step. But that's definitely my end goal is to give back to to the world. That's what I'm talking about. That deserves a hand clap. He wants to be a tree and not a branch. Okay. On, Absolutely. There you go. I'm, well, I'm, I thought you were going to hit the board. I'm going to clap too. I, I don't know. <laughs> so we, we have an applause button on the board, but I don't know what it is. And I don't want to like hit a random chicken noise. Wah, wah, wah. Yeah, I don't want to hit that either. So that's why I didn't touch the board. Like, terrible answer. Terrible response. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. Hold on. Just go ahead. Try, try one of the buttons. Hold on. Let's see. Which... <laughs> yeah, that was <laughs> good. It's got me the cricket. Oh, my God. Yeah, that would have been awful. <laughs> yeah, that would have been pretty bad, too. Oh, my God. <laughs> all, right, all right. Let's stop hitting buttons. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah. The cricket noise was the first one to come up, like, come on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that would have been. Yeah, I said, elaborate. Yeah, elaborate a little bit more. Uh, <laughs> I meant to say one. Yeah, I did. That's why I didn't hit the board, because I don't know what. <laughs> Maybe we need to do that before we come in. Honestly, yeah, we probably should. <laughs> or, or just label whichever whichever ones the yeah, applause but they, I know they can switch up or whatever. Uh, I, like, I don't know. There's, yeah. there's a few times I've wanted to, but I'm like. There's going to be some that I'm going to have to apologize for, and I don't want to put that out there. Boo. Yeah. I think that's I think that's on there. Yeah, there is a boo on here. That's exactly why I don't want to hit the board. Could you be saying something deep and impactful? Boo. Oh, shit. My bad. Hey, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. That, one. that ruined the moment. Yeah. So oh for life, goodness. I just don't touch the board until I actually know. Um, so before we wrap this up, we um, I do this thing where I act is where we kind of like once you put yourself in a mind state that um, you've won an Oscar. You're going out there and you're giving you won your first Oscar. You're giving your Oscar speech. What would be your Oscar speech? 
Wow, that's that's a really good question. Um, honestly, I know the typical thing is to everybody's like, you know, thank God. Um, but I think mine would really be uh, my first. If I had to get my speech, it would be probably to my mom. Um, my mom has really helped me out through a lot of through a lot of this, and she's been with me through so many ups and downs, and so many things that I've had on. So. Really, to for her to push me the way that she's pushed me and believe in me the way she has, um, has really meant the most to me because I didn't really have my father too much in my life, and uh, so I really just had my mom, uh, my mom and some of my brothers and sisters uh, that really just kind of helped me push. My mom's always been there, no matter what it was that I did, no matter what trouble I did, she still had my back even when I was in the wrong, unless it was to her. Uh, but I would definitely thank my mom, and and I would honestly, not to sound too selfish, but to thank my own personal drive, because I feel like if you do not have a personal drive or a personal discipline for yourself, you're not going to be able to go out and do the things that you love to do. And um, of course, the people around me as well, you know, the actors, directors, for giving me the opportunities that they've given me to get to where I am now by giving me the chances that I've had and, you know, for them to actually believe and trust because, you know, it's hard for a director or a writer or a producer to trust, you know, an actor to pull out the, what they want to out of this character. And so for a director to actually trust that person, it's a blessing. And so I would really definitely be thanking uh, directors and stuff like that too. Um, and then <clears throat> thank you, God, as well. Uh, I appreciate it. I didn't forget about you. <laughs> uh, yeah, I think I think that would probably be somewhat of my speech. It'd probably be a little more cleaned up, a little more professional at the time. But uh, yeah, something along those lines. See, two things. One, I like want to hit the applause button, but again, I don't know. Just go ahead and hit but one of the buttons, man. Try another one. Let's let's see what happens. No, let's not. Let's not hit the cricket. <laughs> oh no, I know, I know what the crickets is. So let's. Oh. 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 It's <laughs> right next to it. Ah, <laughs> you picked the wrong that one. That was one button over. That was actually, actually, the applause was literally the button next to the one I played. That was like the that was li- <laughs> one button over. That was literally the worst. Give, give him another applause for hitting them. Yeah. Okay. There we go. Yes. Yeah. I feel way better about that one. <laughs> oh my god! Oh. And, and it's nothing wrong with thanking yourself. I think more people should. Oh, I'll like because you do. Let me have my Oscar speech. It's because I'm I'm thanking myself. Like I mean, it's like a little cockiness is. I mean, you literally are playing other people and looking good doing it. It's nothing wrong with being cocky. Like you, like Snoop Dogg. Snoop exactly. Thank yourself. Thank yourself. And it didn't even Hollywood look cocky. It was like, yes, you should. Yeah. A little cockiness to get you everywhere. Just don't do too much of it. It's a fire line. Too much. It's, it's a, too it's much a, is a little too uh, little too extra for a lot of people. You gotta you gotta stay humble. Right. You can't be too cocky. Yeah. Right. Yeah. But you need a little bit of uh, nah. I'm not doing it for that price. Yeah. <laughs> Come on, come on. <laughs> Yesterday's come on. price ain't today's price. This ain't today's price. That, who you think you? This is Cody motherfucking Hogan. Yeah. <laughs> play with me. You trying to, you trying to play you know me? You t- Do you know who you talking to? Look, there you go. <laughs> there you go. 
That's the life. There you go. Is you give me this role, or I go find your wife. Oh, we oh, gonna oh, end it on oh, that. Oh, that oh, light skin privilege. Oh, hey, oh, hey, oh, hey, oh, hey, chill out. That was too much, Trey Song. That was too much. Yo. <laughs> that light skin and them guns is what he is no. what he what he got. He said either yo, either. He said either you got a roll for me or your or your woman does. <laughs> Damn. Ooh, that I'm was... gonna get a roll regardless. <laughs> Regard, he's six foot one, light skin with guns. Yeah, he gonna get a roll regardless. <laughs> oh, mm. oh, I'm gonna be playing something. <laughs> <laughs> I'm leaving with something. Okay. <laughs> well, Cody, thank you for taking time out to talk to us today. <laughs> I appreciate this... having me on. Oh, we appreciate you. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, this was fun. <laughs> well, I am once again Kevin Mumphrey with my colleagues Victoria V A Jones, yes, and Karsten Hyde Ferguson. Yeah, and that is a wrap. <laughs>